Coming to you from the heart of the heartland, you're listening to Life Chat, a podcast designed to help independent agents make life easy. It's important to note the views and opinions expressed in this podcast are those of the hosts and guests and do not necessarily reflect the official policy or position of EMC National Life. Now it's time to get things started. Let's join our life insurance team. Well, hello, everyone. Uh, thank you for joining us for another episode of Life Chat. Uh, I am Rob Oxenford, and joining me today is Anna Coleman. Hi, everyone. And Shannon Bradley. Hello, everybody. And I want to thank both of you for uh, joining me today. Uh, this is once again is another one in our series of our life's moments what we're doing, where we're really focusing on different life events that a client will be going through where they may be taking a more of a hard look at the future, but also be more open to a life insurance conversation. And today we're gonna to be focusing on um, paying debts. Now, one thing I always liked about having a conversation with a client with life insurance paying debts is because I feel like of the I guess those conversations, that seems to be like the most precedent. You know, you have a client who's calling in who wants to purchase, say, a home in auto. More than likely, they just took on debt to do that. I have a stat I can add. <laughs> From Business Insider, the average American has $52,940 in debt. Wow. And so that backs up your statement, Rob. And as an average American, <laughs> I would say that that is about accurate. Mm -hmm. Yes, so. <laughs> I would agree as well. <laughs> For any loan, yeah, home, mortgage loan, credit, um, auto, student loans, yeah, all of those. I, I was going to agree with Anna on that. I think it's uh, very interesting how people accumulate debt and they don't recognize that that debt doesn't just go away if something happens to them. I know a lot of people live in a world where they're immortal and they don't want to think about their own, you know, their own mortality. But, you know, if for no other reason than you want to be able to make sure that your family can, you know, keep their house or keep their car, those types of things. I think that's where, you know, you have, you know, debt that you haven't really thought about how you want to handle if you can't make that payment anymore. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Well, and I think also just making that payment, you know, we talk quite a bit on this about, uh, you know, income replacement, but, you know, sometimes even if we do an income replacement, if the existing debt is still out there, it's not going nearly as far as it could. Um, and I liked your little point there, Shannon, about obviously staying in the home. I think that's such a big one too. I know we talk quite a bit about mortgage protection, but you know, that is such an important thing. I mean, that debt is still going to be there because the bank is invested in the house really almost right. more so than yeah. you are. Um, more, more so than you, sorry. So when you pass away, you know, that needs to be satisfied. If your family wants to stay in that, something's got to pay it. Either the family's got to pay it or the sale of the home's got to pay it. Um, right. And that's just it. It's a scary thing to go being going through so much transition at one mm -hmm. point losing a parent, losing a spouse, and then now packing up everything, I can't even imagine. Well, no, and I think that, um, you know, that's where life insurance offers a security blanket that a lot of other things, you know, don't offer. Um, you know, we've often said that at that moment, you know, the life insurance agent is the one who is the only one handing them something you know, versus handing them a check instead of trying to get something from them, trying to get money from them for bills or for the hospital or for the funeral. We're the only ones that are really saying, here's money to help you right now when you need it most. Here's here's money to help you take the time you need to grieve, to take the time you need to, um, you know, make the decisions that you need to make without that, without that level of stress. You're already in such a stressful position. Here's, mm -hmm. here's some relief from that level of stress. And, you know, I, I think just from a, a mental standpoint, um, 
you know, you don't want to go into those situations um, on top of everything else thinking about, you know, now you're angry at somebody because they passed away and they left you in this position. So I think it's really about being, you know, you as a person being the hero to your family by making sure that they've taken care of, that they're taken care of. And when something unthinkable happens and it and it does it happens every day i mean mm-hmm. you know just driving down uh 235 we've what over 300 uh 300 fatal accidents on the road this year so those were people that had debt those were people that had cars that maybe had family at least you know had friends and you know they're gone and mm-hmm. and what happened mm-hmm. so when we talk about you know having having that kind of debt protection, I, I think the one thing that I I've I've really come to realize is a lot of people think life insurance is for the uber rich. You know, it's not for the blue collar worker. It's not for it's not for me. I'm just I'm just a you know a, a clerk at Target or I'm just this or I'm just that. And and you're not you're not just anything. You're a provider in your house. You're um, you're paying bills for people. You're keeping food on the table. So your existence is important. Um, and and being able to cover that is is really really significant to a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think the life stage of paying debt um, compared to buying a home, having children, getting married is something that more people can relate to. Almost everyone has debt and something that they need to pay off. And so that's a way that agents can reach out to their clients in a different way, no matter what stage of life they're in. Mm-hmm. Well, I also think it's a good way to really kind of personalize the coverage too. I mean, if you're doing a, a client data sheet and everything, going through, um, you know, home, auto, all those things like that, I think it's a great opportunity to really say, okay, you know what, when we look at this, this is the number. I mean, this number is really yours. We had to make sure we're taken care of. Um, I know a lot of times when I had conversations when people would say purchase a new home and they're taking out a new mortgage and we were talking about what that home coverage looked like, I would automatically say, well, we need to factor in probably additional 30, 40 a month to make sure we have some coverage set up with this. It just needs to be part of your policy. You're starting with a whole new number here from uh, you know, your monthly bills. It's best just to have it in now. I'd say, you know, and also as that house gets down, you know, you're starting to spend of it off. Sorry, not spend, trying to uh, pay it off. Um, at that point, you still have that extra coverage sitting out there and that's in place for, you know, additional. Well, like people say, you never have too much life insurance, you know, to make sure when something happens then there. So, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, and also, I think that the the norm that was created many, many years ago about everyone retires at 65 and their house is paid off and that's then they go on to retirement and they do, you know, they don't need the life insurance anymore. Well, that's just not that's not the norm anymore. People are working longer. Um, real estate is obviously much more expensive, so it's not getting paid off as quickly. Um, even when the interest rates are great like they are right now, you know, people are refinancing that maybe were close to paying off their loan, but now they needed, you know, they need a home equity loan or they need something along those lines. So anytime that an agent can have that conversation to really show that they're covering all of their bases and really thinking about that client as as a human being and as an individual who needs their, you know, their specialized advice, mm-hmm. um, I, I think, you know, a- offering that coverage, that life insurance as a, as a you know, as a debt protection um, really really ties that all together for, for a policy. Mm-hmm. And like Anna said, I mean, everyone has it. I mean, I don't care who you are. 
Um, mm-hmm. Even if you're uber rich, you're going to have some sort of form of debt out there, whether it's credit cards or something. And, you know, depending on what state you're in, I mean, especially if you've got like a joint property state where no matter what, your spouse is on the hook if something happens to you. Um, that's something to be very wary of to make sure it's being taken care of. Or if anyone's listed on an account for you. I know a lot of parents who um, kind of co-signed on student loans, things like that. Um, I know I had one client who was very adamant that if he was going to co-sign on a student loan, that they t- that, that child also took out a uh, life policy to cover that too, which I was like, that's very forward thinking of you. I mean, it's scary, but obviously good on you for uh, having that set up because you have to have those things in place, whether you want it or not. I mean, you really have to take that in consideration. Well, and what other opportunity do you have to get thousands, hundreds of thousands of dollars for pennies? Mm-hmm. That is you know, debt-free, tax-free, you're going to get a check for the full amount. There's not going to be any withholding. You're not going to have to claim it as income. It's not going to screw up your taxes. It's purely there to cover um, expenses as they come up and things that, you know, that have to be taken care of. So mm-hmm. I, I, there, there is, in my opinion, no, no downside really to having life insurance. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, you know, I think a lot of times people talk about lines of coverage or what should I have if I want to cover debt. And I think term is really a great opportunity to to cover those big debts for significantly less money. So term life insurance really gives you the flexibility that you need depending on the length of the term that you want, the face amount of the term that you want, how you want it, you know, to be paid, underwritten, all of those things. When you're talking millions of dollars of debt or hundreds of thousands of dollars of debt, I think you're going to get your best value out of term insurance. And then I think, you know, later on or early, hopefully early when you're talking about the term insurance, you're also thinking about setting up something more permanent for, you know, funeral expenses later on for yourself mm-hmm. as well. Well, that is one thing I've always liked about term is, you know, just as we design it as companies, we always kind of have those things in mind. 30 year, 30 year mortgage, 30 year term, five year term, five year auto loan. Uh, you know, the way it's set up is that it's just designed to be that. And also, if you look at, say, like a, a descending term where, you know, like it's actually going down with your mortgage, you can get really specialized in there. But I like that point too, Shane, is that, you know, a lot of times, especially when it comes to final expense, it's good to have, you know, some permanent coverage in there because. That way, when you do pass away, your family isn't suddenly incurring a new debt in order to uh, put you in the ground. I mean, really, I think even having you know a thought process of like, okay, well, I wanna make sure this is taken care of because if I pass away, I want my family to be at zero you know, from a debt standpoint and everything else is just, you know, on top of that income replacement, make sure they can live and keep on going. But at the same time, I don't want them suddenly to incur a, you know, fifteen, twenty thousand dollar debt just because I passed away. You know, I think you really need to be mindful of all that. Exactly. So I know we've covered a lot already, um, but I guess what would you say to someone who maybe they think they're gonna pay off their debt pretty quickly and they how would you convince someone like that to get life insurance to help cover their debts? Oh, you mean someone who thinks the debt won't be a problem? Correct. Fairly quickly. Mm-hmm. They don't see the long, long-term effects of debt, and if they were to pass away, how it would affect their family or whoever's close to them. Well, I guess from my standpoint, I would say, really, if something was to happen to you, even though you plan on paying it off, things change. 
what I happening today, you know, employment options, everything today could be so different tomorrow. And I would say also, if you are in a situation where you can qualify for life insurance, and even though you pay off that debt, if you qualified, I'd keep the policy. You know, I always say that I've never actually canceled a life insurance policy I've had. I've always just added two because I want to make sure that I bought it at whatever age. It's the youngest I'm going to be at the moment. And that's going to keep going. Also, my health is never going to be as good as it is at that moment either. Uh, I hate to say this, but you know, as I get older, I feel like I feel a lot more creaks and crunches and stuff when I stand up, which isn't a good sign, you know, in regards to my health and life insurance. But um, I would say get it in place just in case something happens. So let's say I had a 30-year mortgage, but I'm doing one of these schemes where I'm going to pay it off in five years, right? I would still buy a 30-year policy just in case something was going to happen. I mean, if I died in those first five years, once again, it's gone. But at the same time, I might get two years into this scheme of how I'm going to pay it off and realize that, okay, I this doesn't work. I'm going to need the full 30 years here. But now something's happened that I can't qualify or I can't get it. You know, I, I know we've said it quite a bit um, <laughs> in our little in our meetings, but you know, you really need to buy it today. The best policy is to buy today. Whatever you can get, you need to buy today. And I think that's a great example of that, no matter how quickly you think you're going to pay it off. Mm-hmm. And I would vouch right. for buying young. I just, my husband and I just got new policies and we're in our mid twenties. Um, but the yes, very can't cheap. See my thumbs and up right now, but. we, yeah, two thumbs up to that. <laughs> um, but just the pricing that we got at our age and our health is um, quite unbelievable. And I was talking to my brother about life insurance. They just had a child and he said their financial inv- advisor said to get life insurance yesterday. So mm-hmm. it is something that, yeah, people are talking about and you need to realize when you're young that, yeah, it's something you'll need in the future. Mm-hmm. Well, and I think we have a really great um, opportunity right now to highlight, you know, what has happened in, in our economy in the last 24 months. Um, when we're talking about people having debt, needing life insurance, those types of things, uh, we've seen how quickly life can change for people. We've seen how quickly people can, you know, go from being, you know, super duper healthy and then all of a sudden now they're on, you know, they're on a ventilator or they're mm-hmm. they're having breakthrough COVID symptoms or long-term COVID symptoms or things of that nature. And, and, and that's really been something that has spurred a lot of people to think about their future. Um, and this isn't an opportunity, in, in my opinion, to capitalize, but it is an opportunity to really have those heartfelt conversations with your clients, really talking about what does the future look like. And, and you know, to go back to your point, Rob, you may have a five-year, a five-year plan to pay off your debt, and, you know, you may have lost your job. You maybe, you know, got sick. You had things happen in, in those five years that weren't, were not factored in. And when we do that, when we make those plans, we try to factor in everything. Um, but it's always the surprise that gets you. I mean, if we knew everything, then we'd know everything. We don't know what we don't know. And Shane, just kind of piggyback on that too. I know one thing is about having that conversation is because uh, I've said it once and I'll say it again. If you don't have that conversation, I guarantee no one else is. No one's bringing right. that up to them. You know, the right. people who are having them take out that credit card, take out the mortgage, take out, you know, the new car. No one in that line of purchasing that debt is coming out and saying, hey, you should get a life insurance policy. <laughs> you know? No, absolutely mm-hmm. not. And I, I mean, I know I've told this story multiple times. I've bought three cars and moved twice in in the last, you know, three or four years. And I've 
never been asked about whether or not I want to purchase life insurance to cover the debt. And it was one person that knew all of my debt. Mm -hmm. So they were looking, you know, they were looking at this and saying, well, we, you know, we've got, you know, $52,000 of debt, and we're not covering it with anything other than, you know, thoughts and prayers or good wishes. That doesn't really do anything. And that's not gonna, that's not gonna help my kids. It's not gonna help my my spouse. It's not gonna help any anybody. Mm -hmm. So well, everyone, uh, I think we're gonna uh, kind of end it on that note. Um, obviously, you know, debt is one of those things that everyone has, uh, um, has, I guess it's just a way to sum it up there. Uh, everyone does have debt and we need to make sure that we're talking with our clients about making sure we're protecting all their hopes and dreams for the future. I want to thank Shannon and Anna for uh, joining us today and uh, everyone have a wonderful day. Bye. Thank you. Thank you, Rob. Bye. Bye.